What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name, of course, is Sean, and today's guest is Erin Cunningham. She is the executive director of Recycle Balls, which is a nonprofit mission to help save the planet by reusing and recycling all tennis balls. Um, so this was an awesome chat. She talks about the origin story, even some music talk, and much more. But before I get to my interview with Aaron, let me get the advertisements out of the way. Sensibly Cynical can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Twitter, at Cynical Sensibly. Well, it's X now. Instagram, Sensibly Cynical Pod. And check out Facebook page, WordPress. We're on there. Um, Can't forget Threads. Bonfire.com has all the merch. And yada, yada, yada. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, now to my chat with Aaron Cunningham. Executive Director of the nonprofit Recycle Balls, based out of Vermont. All right, everybody, I'm really excited for this uh, interview. Um, she represents Recycle Balls, which is a nonprofit that makes it easy for tennis clubs and fitness centers to recycle their balls after, obviously, it's been used in like crazy tennis matches. Please play with them first. <laughs> Executive Director Aaron Cunningham, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, and I have been enjoying the last bit of this hot summer weather. Yeah, well, I'm I'm God is on my side uh, this week because I'm on the panhandle of Florida. And we said we said hi to a hurricane earlier today. Oh. It it hit it hit uh, Panama City, which is like near Tallahassee on the panhandle. Yeah. But it yeah. hit it hit more of the um the base of the panhandle, not the not the Alabama side. So well, I'm glad it missed you. Yeah, we yeah, we got a little we're getting a little rain, but you know, it is what it is. I'm used to I'm from Orlando originally, by the way. So oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm used to I've had my fair share. <laughs> so usually it's like uh Aaron, usually every hurricane season, I would say it's a toss up for the whole state. Like some 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 of some of the hurricanes hit the hit your like if you're in Florida, basically it's a toss up. Like some of the hurricanes will hit every part of Florida. It's just which one do you get? Some of them. Well, hit, and I know that some years have just been horrible, uh, horrible disasters. So I hope that this year is a is a much lighter year. And you would think that there would be some part of the state that doesn't get hit, but they find a way to hit every single part. <laughs> Uh, but this isn't about hurricane talk. This is not a weather podcast. We are here, obviously, to talk about recycle balls. Now, before we get to the uh, origin story, I would like to actually talk about the origin story of how this collaboration came to be. Is that okay? I would love that because I am so, excited to hear some of the nuts and bolts myself. All right. So this is obviously sensibly cynical. And I interview, it's turned into an interview show. And it's obviously people that have listened to the show are probably like, Sean, we've heard this story a thousand times. So, uh, but I'm going to say it a thousand and one time. So I interview musicians, entertainment, um, you know, content creators, obviously executive directors of nonprofits. Can't forget them. The best. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so... Why it's music heavy, Aaron, is because shout out to Dead Horse Branding. Some of these um, agencies that help artists 
kind of independent artists get publicity yeah is i've kind of started to relate like a you know business relationship with with oh my voice cracked with these um companies so they so they you know lend me their artist time and i help promote them so that's how it started i mean i'm gonna go where like it makes it easy for me like if i have to go music heavy then so be it i get content you know fantastic so, i also heard um uh the I think it's hogwash and rhinestones yeah. episode, which uh, she was fantastic. Um, yeah. And then the pass. Uh, yeah. My uh, buddy, my buddy, Brian, he's cool. He's cool. Yeah. So I do a lot of, I do a lot of different things. Um, and you we were talking about the name. Uh, you like the name, right? The name. <laughs> it could go so many different ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, it did leave me curious. So podcorn. So for those that don't know who, what podcorn is, uh, Aaron, you're going on record and saying that before this podcast, you had no idea what podcorn is, right? I because you're like they you're regret like a, going on record, but 100 well, you are correct. I did like, not know what podcorn was. You're like a big boss person in this company, so of course. But so your marketing person, Chris, I don't know his last name, but shout out to Chris, whoever Chris is. He posted. An ad, so basically, long story short, Aaron, is I post an ad, or I, they post an ad. Okay. So this, so basically, I get, so basically, it's $5 for you to be on the podcast. So it's a promotional, it's a promotional. I'm looking okay, for, okay. I'm, I'm looking for, You're I'm looking, looking for, for guests. I'm looking for We're guests. We're looking for podcasts. Yeah. Podcorn yeah. hosts connect us all. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. That's how it works. And uh different marketing companies. So basically, like they're most of them are ads, but sometimes there'll be a like guest interview. Um, you know, and I set the cost and then and then either you guys approve or whoever approves. Okay. And then that's what happens. And then obviously podcorn, they get a cut, nothing for free. Of course. So I think it'll be like four. You know, or maybe maybe I'll be nice to you guys and give my five bucks to charity. I think that's what I'll do. I'll say it on the podcast. I'll say it on the podcast. Okay. I will give five bucks to recycle balls. What? I won't even I won't even I won't even charge your marketing department. Oh, that's incredible. Well, thank you. Uh I appreciate it. Um so that's what happens is you guys Chris is trying to market recycle balls. And if they got, if you guys got to pay, if he's got to pay for it, then so be it. That's the whole thing. Most of them are like pre pre-roll ads or most of them. Cause those are like a dollar or two. So before the podcast, I would um, hypothetically read, of course, uh, <laughs> a, pre, a pre-made ad. That's what, most yeah. of them, that's what most of them are. But this okay. is a whopping like increase, you know, this is huge. So get yeah. Interview. So that's that's how that's how it happened. Is your your guy, whoever Chris is, showed out the big bucks, and voila. That is awesome. I'm super glad that we got connected too. Yeah. So Chris is pretty cool, right? You know, obviously you know who Chris is. I know who Chris is. <laughs> I hired Chris. I know. Who Chris oh, you is. did. You were you were awesome. you were in on the interview. I, okay. I was in on uh, on bringing Chris on board. Uh, he is incredibly industrious well, and, and entrepreneurial minded. And yeah, so 
Chris gets into all the nooks and crannies of where different people are, different types of uh, interests mm. and hey, people hey. who might be interested in recycling tennis balls. And he reaches out and gets everywhere. He's very good at it. Hey, Aaron, is it okay if I be his first reference for his next um, um, performance evaluation? I mean, we don't typically take <laughs> references for performance evaluations, but I will definitely make a note of this. Okay. Chris, if you're listening, I'm making a note. Sean has your back. Yeah, yeah. I'm on his side for the for the performance eval. Now, to the serious part. How'd this, how'd this even start? Like, are they like tennis fans? Is it like, oh, I want to support Roger Federer, so let's let's help out <laughs> after he, like, destroys people let's take the tennis balls that he destroys people with and turn them um, into a it, charity it, it uh we actually have a fantastic origin story and i apologize can you hear me okay all of a sudden there's landscaping happening right outside my window i can hear you fine can you okay, can, <laughs> can you hear me yes yeah yeah no problem mm. i just wanted to make sure it wasn't coming through on the on the audio so that the entire audience heard the the landscaping outside my window um, so Recycle Balls got started, uh, was really a passion project between uh, father and son, uh, Derek and Ryan Sr. And they were playing tennis, both were avid tennis players. And they one day were throwing away the tennis balls and they thought, I wonder what happens to these tennis balls. So they did a lot of research to figure out, you know, where do tennis balls go? What are the options? And they found that they're really, at the time, there were no options or, or very few options for making an ecological choice about what to do with your tennis balls. And so you play for, with them for a few hours or you know, maybe a few weeks uh, if you really stretch it out and then they have to be thrown away because they're dead and they won't bounce anymore. And so um, this father and son decided to do something about it and they got to work on figuring out how to build a machine that would recycle them. A big part of what the challenge with recycling tennis balls is, is the adhesive that connects the felt to the rubber of the tennis ball is so strong that it's really hard to separate it. So recycle balls are typically made out of a natural rubber um, and then they have covered, they're basically covered in glue. And then two parts of um, two felt pieces are glued onto the rubber ball and then kind of um, even further solidified in place with the extra layer of adhesive. And so there isn't, uh, you know, a lot of opportunity to, to come up with a way to reclaim that material and recycle it or reuse it. And so Recycle Balls was born in 2016 and through a huge amount of research, um, working with some students, working with volunteers, they came up with the, uh, the Play It Green machine which is has the ability to separate the felt from the rubber and wow. uh, a whole collection mechanism on how people can get their balls to Vermont to actually be reused and recycled. Now, the real question is how many of your employees are tennis fans? Um, you know, 
a lot of the employees are tennis fans, but you don't have to be a tennis fan uh, to really get the benefit from recycle balls. So we believe in multiple lives for tennis balls. So mm -hmm. obviously the very first life is playing on the court. Fun. Mm -hmm. Great for the tennis ball. Fun in the mm -hmm. sun, back and right. forth, you know. But then uh, there's a lot of other uses too. And and what we call the second life uses That's are interesting. reused tennis balls, but uh, in the same form. So mm -hmm. the classic uh, tennis ball is a dog toy is one of them. Uh, tennis balls that have a hole in them and they go on the bottom of walkers or mobility aids in health centers. Uh, tennis balls that go on the bottom of the chairs or desks in classrooms to help yeah. sound. I was a sub, so I'm familiar. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I recently saw a, a great use of tennis balls on your crochet needles to help your hands from cramping. I, I know this will shock you, but I've never crocheted before, so I'm I'm vaguely familiar. <laughs> I, I think that maybe one of your next guests needs to be someone who talks about crocheting. So you're telling me I need to go, I need to continue this branch away from music? I just need to keep going? Just keep going down this tennis ball route. <laughs> this nonprofit route? Just keep going? <laughs> well, you know, crochet is, they, they, <laughs> that could be a hobby. That, that's a profession. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of options to talk to crocheters. So, but that's a second life. Mm -hmm. All of these mm -hmm. forms that tennis balls can be used in without changing them out of the ball shape. So, you know, Aaron, you know who life, I want to, you know, who which I is where you grind it up. Yeah. You know, what I interview next racquetball. You ever played racquetball? I have played racquetball. What do you guys, have you guys ever looked into those? We do not currently recycle racquetballs, uh, but you never know. We're looking at all kinds of different sports. You know, re recycle balls isn't necessarily, doesn't mm -hmm. have to be tennis specific. Right, Just, right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. cynical could go a lot of different ways. So can recycle balls. So how are these people that the brothers you said, are they from Vermont originally? Are these, is this like Vermont, like heavy, like your offices are in Vermont, like the yep. whole deal? Uh, we have uh, offices and a warehouse facility in Vermont. And the reason why we're located in Vermont is because the father-son uh, who founded the organization, Derek and Ryan, are from Vermont. And so mm -hmm. um, that's where we're located currently. Uh, and we have, you said that in, in the intro, you mentioned that you know, we have a, an option for tennis clubs, for recreational facilities, right, cities right. or HOAs, but we also have an option for individuals to be able to send, collect tennis balls. Oh, well, well, my, well. my apologies for not including that, you know, I can only, no, I can no only, problem. I can only do so much for the five you bucks, can, Aaron. That's yeah. right. That's right. So I'm already, I'm already giving back, you know, uh, you really are. You really are. You're reinvesting in the environment here. <laughs> So, but we have people from all over the country who send tennis balls to us, both yeah. facilities who participate in the, in our program and individuals who either, now we started this with how many of our employees love tennis and some of them do not care about tennis at all, but they really love dogs. And so mm -hmm. uh, they get a chance to bring their dog into the warehouse. You can imagine that it's dog heaven filled with tennis balls. Mm-hmm. So 
if you were to ask like an anonymous survey, how many of you know who Roger Federer is? How many do you think would say yes? I'm going to go 100%. 100%. <laughs> who do you, who's your favorite? Do you, are you a tennis fan? Do you have a, do you have a tennis player that you're like, they're awesome? I am a tennis fan. You are? Um, okay. I am a tennis fan and I really enjoy, I mean, there's so many great tennis players out there right now. In fact, I am headed to the U.S. Open uh, next week. But Aaron, there is a, there is a big four. Well, they were, there's still one left, Djokovic, but there's a big four like all time, right? Or would you agree? That like Nadal, Federer. Djokovic. Uh, yeah, sure. If, if you're talking about I'm men's missing, tennis. Yeah. And then I'm going to get the women's tennis and then women's tennis. Oh man, you got, you got a lot. Never Tilova, the Williams sisters. Just really incredible. Uh, Steffi Graf. I think yep. there's, there's a lot of like legends in the game. That's every sport, but like, have you gotten any like feedback from actual tennis players, like local, local athletes or anything like that? Any, any involvement from tennis players? We have gotten quite a bit of feedback from tennis players, mostly at the college level, at the high school level. In fact, we have a group of uh, high school students, uh, the Recycle Balls Ambassadors, and we had so many high school students reaching out to us saying, hey, we love what you're doing. We want to be involved. Um, and they kept emailing me and emailing me until I finally caved and we started a whole youth ambassador program, uh, high school age tennis players who are really passionate about the opportunity to, uh, have their sport be more sustainable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how many employees do you have in this? Like what's the operation we're a pretty lean operation. Uh, and so we have right about 15 staff members or who help us um, both on the where, like the actual. Oh, so of course side. you know who Chris is. If there's 15 of. That's right. That's right. Uh, he would be hard to hide in the, in his, among his teammates. So <laughs> yeah, there's about 15 of us who, uh, who are working in various parts to make uh this run and so we're about to recycle 12 million tennis balls we're almost wow hitting that milestone uh do you a lot of these nonprofits? obviously i told you i work for one um they take out advertisement advertisements in like no, local newspapers do you get like media a lot of media help help out either like online or yeah mostly we have or typically we're we're organic marketing and so we're on social media we do newsletters uh we have a lot of word of mouth you and do pod podcasts podcasts <laughs> uh, you know this is this is actually only the second podcast that we've done and so oh. you're this is right at the early well no no pressure i no. you know <laughs> I don't Why know, you, you're adding you're pressure. adding you're adding to the pressure Aaron. you know <laughs> oh my god i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> i feel like you've done a lot of podcasts and all of the pressure is on me at this point i think that i think yeah i think this is like two what am i at 230 something but that's wow. but it's been like a, it's been um i think me, me by myself 160 something what do you like the most about it it's a really interesting medium i like to give platforms to people because most of my like i do like the bigger names i don't have um 
that does help with downloads, but I like to help out independent artists, like the music, like people that work really hard and that don't have the name. I like to get platforms to like independent people. Yeah. Like big names would be nice, but it's not about downloads to me. It's about giving platforms to people. And it's not obviously not just independent artists, nonprofits, or, you know, I had, let's see, I actually had back in the day, I used, I had a, a lacrosse player on every once in a while I'll do oh, wow. like every once in a while I'll have like random people on I had like a video listen Aaron I had the VHS king of all VHS kings on the podcast VHS Mikey he had two I think he has two houses one house is just VHS like he outgrew his house what yeah yeah the guy's like a legend in the VHS wow. market yeah so I interviewed him VHS Mikey he's pretty cool Okay. And yeah, isn't that wild? I mean, that's an interesting story. I don't know how many, I don't know. I, I don't know. I know it's six figures in DVDs. I just don't know if it's seven. I don't think so. I think it's six. But still, a lot of <laughs> VHS, not DVDs. I think he's just obviously um, still in the 90s, you know. But <laughs> he'll forever be in the 90s and early 2000s. Hey, this VHS is still, I think. But I don't know yeah. if they make new ones. I think it's just. I don't know. Do they make new VHSs? I don't think so. I think we're. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's like yeah. by the records. You know, I don't know yeah, that so, there's like a real. But yeah. Um, retro anyways, it's not just musicians, but I'm more like musicians than anything else. But I'll have like comedian. I've had some comedians on, and other. You know, I've had other podcasters on because it becomes. I mean, by default, cause it's a community. So right. I'll have other podcasters on to help. You know, because. True, there's the big names like Joe Rogan and everything like that, but there's a lot of small podcasts like myself that, and we just help each other out. It's a there's smaller, a, it's a smaller a market. Than, yeah, there's like over like two million. There's like two point five million podcasts. It went up like forty percent during the pandemic because people were stuck wow. at home. People were stuck at home, but a lot of those that were during the pandemic have kind of, it's kind of gone back down because that a lot of sense. the ones during the pandemic don't have the time anymore because they're back to work. Yeah. But I bet podcast listenership went up during the pandemic too. Yeah, mine's mine's pretty mine's pretty steady. Like I don't like I don't have like a huge viewership. But like I said, it's not about that. It's about kind of helping out other people. No, don't get me wrong. I've had some decent, you know, guests on. As far as they're all good. I mean, hope they didn't alienate. Hope We're I didn't all alienate. fantastic guests. Yeah, including you. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant you know what I'm trying to say. I just meant. Yeah. As far yeah, as a mixture of people who are in the nonprofit space versus people, I just who meant are like following as far bigger. as you know what I mean, like social media following or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, I actually had Aaron, I actually had an artist stop midway through a tour, like she was exhausted at like 2 p.m. Wow. Yeah, she's like a local Nashville um artist. I have a lot of Nashville, those are the that's the home of the um. That's the home of the agency that I work with. Okay. Two of them. So they, so I have a lot of Nashville and it's saturated. So they, they'll take anything, you know, Nashville right. has like thousands of singers and songwriters. So yeah. that's pretty cool. So yeah. Um, and you know, who doesn't like country singers? <laughs> What's your music of choice? Oh, you know, I got to grow up in the 90s and I'm going to be very controversial here and say one of the absolute best decades for music. 
I, mean, I don't think that's I don't think that's controversial. Absolutely fantastic, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think R and B had Scott. Aaron, I don't I mean, think that's a I don't think that's a hot take. I I think that's I think a lot of people would agree with that. That's I I hope so because I think who's your favorite? Like what kind of what genre are we talking about? Like '90s, but genre like raw country, R and B, like. I think that that's what made it so much fun. No, but you personally. I I know. That's what I got a chance to listen to all different kinds of genres. No pressure. No pressure. I I got, let's see. I mean, I absolutely loved, um, I really loved uh, the ska music. Um, There was a, there's a group, um, Rebirth Brass Band Mm -hmm. uh, that came out in the 90s. That was fantastic. Uh, I was in Southern California, and so I got some really fantastic hip hop that I got to listen mm-hmm. to. I mean, I bet all your employees are gonna love this interview. By the way, they're gonna be like, <laughs> "We get to see the we get to see the other side of Aaron, not the behind the, the scenes." Not you know, the, none not of them the have ever asked me what kind of music I like. Yeah, not the deadline kind of <laughs> get this in, Aaron. The human. That that's of- right. That's right. Yeah. yeah so this is cool. This is how cool. about you? I mean, obviously you you're, you interview a lot of country artists, but. I kind of like fluctuated, like I graduated high school 2005. So I personally kind of um, fluctuated between rock music. I, all my friends were like in the rock, but then like when I got out of uh, high school, I got into the rap kind of rap R&B, like 50 Cent Eminem. And then I, and then as I got even older, I got into, um, kind of dove back into rock music kind of like the older kind of stuff like oh, ACD, yeah. like the ACDC um Nirvana and then my course and then also country my mom was into like Dwight Yoakam and old country oh, so yeah. I have a very like eclectic taste but if I had to pick one I would pick rock music like um early 2000s rock like I was really, I was really into like um, Newfound Glory and. Oh yeah. Okay. Blink Blink 182. I was big big into them, you know, (laughs) yellow card, the whole nine. But I was like, but my friends were all like in high school. So I kind of got pressured into seeing some rock concerts, pretty heavy rock concerts. Pretty rock, heavy rock concerts. I grew up, um, I mentioned I grew up in Southern California uh, in a little town called Tehachapi. Um, but Corn uh, was really yes, big because they were from Bakersfield, which is like the biggest city closest to us. So yeah, yeah. So a lot of, a lot of, and of course, you know, as you get past high school and into college, you start meeting more people. Like the reason why I got into the R&B scene is because I went to like one of the biggest schools in the state of Florida, UCF. So I started meeting people that were like, you know, and this was kind of in the middle of like, you know, when Eminem was, was uh, on his, <laughs> in like the height of his career. Oh, not, yeah, I'm height. not calling Eminem old, but I'm just saying. He's matured. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, but anyways, this is cool. This is cool. Any, any um, any uh, promotional you want to do? Why? Sh- where sh- can people check out Recycle Balls? Like the website? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Um, I would love to promo both Recycle Balls, which is recycleballs.org, uh, where you're going to be able to find all the information about how you can recycle 
tennis balls and they don't have to be tennis balls that you play tennis with. Maybe you're a dog owner or maybe you're a teacher that has like old balls that you used to put on the bottom of your chairs. We take tennis balls in any condition um, and we sort them to figure out what their next life is. And so we're the largest uh, tennis ball recycling and upcycling organization in the country. And you can go to recycleballs.org or you can go if you're a dog owner and you would really love to make an, a good environmental choice mm -hmm. for your dog toys, you can go to secondthrow.org and get uh, upcycled tennis balls for your dog. So recycleballs.org, secondthrow.org and make a fantastic environmental choice that helps tennis be more sustainable as a sport. Aaron, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you must be busy, so I appreciate it. And this was uh, so much fun. Thank you so much for having and us on, letting us share the message about uh, recycling tennis balls and diving into a little bit of uh, my musical tastes. Yeah, this is cool. This is cool. Um, tell Chris thanks as well, okay? And don't tell him don't even worry about popcorn or anything like that. I won't charge or anything. You okay. Know? I will let him know, and I will definitely put that in his uh, annual performance <laughs> in his in his, well. in his file, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so it was right. so nice to meet you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Take care, okay? Okay. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.